Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone who has decided to join me to listen to the word of God to gain understanding and the knowledge of the world that we live in. And I want to start by by giving praise and glory to our God for uh, just everything that I've been going through. I've had a long journey, a long road. I've gone through some wickedness. I've embraced evil at one point in my life as a sinner. And so I come from nothing but understanding of what we're going through. And I just want to start by saying, Father, I pray that you help us all finish the race. For some of us know we are in this race, but many of us do not even know that we have already started. Many of us don't even know that we are all pursuing the same goal. Yet we are wrapped in a re- we are wrapped in the religion of man. I do, I want to talk to you guys. I need to preach to you guys. Father, I want to preach. I want to share your word with the people, Lord, and I want to be able to reach out to anyone who knows me who does not know me you don't got to know me at all but if you know me i think that it will give you the incentive to listen to me listen i i everyone will hear this you turn on the podcast you hear my voice you hear what i'm talking about but for you to listen to me is different it's in the word now if you know this Whoever hath ears to hear, let them hear. What that means is if you really, you know, the spirit inside of you is willing, but the flesh is weak, the mind is weak, the flesh, you're something inside of you says, I don't want to listen to Gary. He's talking about God. He's talking about Jesus. There's something about the name Jesus that's so sweet on the tongue. And to the one who hasn't fully accepted and embraced him, it's sour, it's bitter in our stomachs to accept it. Someone out there is saying, uh, listen, I just want you guys to, I want to start by bringing us all to the same understanding. I want to start by referencing back to the podcast in which we've talked about. And if you're following along from the beginning to the end of my story, I want you to start to open your eyes. We live in a world, okay? I just need to, I need people to start understanding things in the worldly way. In the worldly way is a way that you already understand it. So everything that I can share, you'll be like, ooh, yeah, makes sense. Then I want to start breaking things down in scripture in a godly way for you to get understanding the understanding that God wants you to have. Now, listen, it's in the word. There are very powerful forces all around us. Um, People that want to talk to me, you know, you know who Jesus is. I want to start by talking and and recognizing the only God that I recognize. People, it's in the word. All you guys may believe in Greek gods um, or you believe in them all. You believe in all 33 million of the Indian gods. You believe in all the Greek gods, Zeus and, and all of those. You believe in 
all the things that you hear, you believe, listen, you believe in all the Greek gods, you believe in all the gods that you created, you can create your own gods. You start praising your phone. Oh, I praise my phone. It's like a god. I praise my car. My car's like a god. I praise the idol. I worship um, the Virgin Mary. That's like what, you know, I worship and praise. You guys can make anything you want into a god. But for that person who knows, listen, your spirit is in alignment. There is only one God. His, he goes by many names. He goes by many names. He goes by the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. He is the first and he is the last. He goes by Jehovah, Yahweh. I am that I am. The Almighty One, the Lord, the Lord God. He took up the name Jesus. You know him by many names. And I want you to recognize there is no God next to him. There is no God equal to him. There is no God that can be placed above him. This God has no rivals, meaning there's not even a God below him that's trying to be like him. There is no God that is his partner. This God has no partners. He is alone. He was alone when it started. And up there, he is alone still. I mean, he created angels. He's, uh, he's, got, he's got a lot of workers. He has many disciples. And I want you to know that, he, you know, let's start to remember. God created an angel, righteous, divine holiness, nothing but pure good, no evil, created Lucifer. Lucifer was filled with iniquities. Iniquities are everything that is sin. Listen, I need you guys to start to recognize. I want you guys to start to break it down for you now because I will go to the word. But I want to break it down. I want you to um, I want you to start to get on the same page with God. Don't get on the same page with me. Even though I can tell you I stand firm in the conviction of my faith. I don't want to change your faith. I don't want you to get to believe in anything that you don't want to because I can't. I can't change your faith, but I can inspire your faith. And I want to begin to let you to know that God commands us all to repent. Repent for your sins. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ in the water for the forgiveness of your sins. Listen. I just, hear me out now, guys. Hear me out. I'm a regular dude. Joe Schmo. Family calls me uh, John Boy. I got nicknames. Look, I, I love to play video games. I grew up on, uh, I need you guys to get an understanding of who I am. So that way you might be more inclined to listen to me. I grew up, uh, when, I, when I was just a boy, I was never taught about God, didn't learn anything about Jesus. And if I was, I was given a cross. I praised my Nana. 
gave me a cross on my on my birthday in the year 2008 a little dog tag something small has my initials inscribed in it. it has the date in which i got it which is on my birthday in 2008 has a little cross okay this little boy grew up i was a boy i grew up and i was filled with evil i didn't and i didn't accept it i didn't allow it to come inside of me it it filled inside of me. Let me talk about it. I was one of my greatest weaknesses that the devil recognizes. God knows it was sexual immorality. I did sexually immoral things growing up. You know, this is my private life. I'm sharing. I'm boasting about my weaknesses. The sexual immorality grew so wicked inside of me that I started looking at women as um, something for me to fuck. I started looking at women. This is me as a kid now. I started looking at women as um, as an object, right? This is something that all men are guilty of. Started thinking about what can I get? What can make me feel good? What can make my uh, what can make my Peter Twinkle? You know, whatever it is. You know what I'm thinking about. This is all the same thing. Women do the same thing. Ooh, Lord, I want to be able to. Uh, I want that man. Ooh, that man is sexy, mm, scrumptious. I'm gonna get in his pocket. Listen, I was filled. You know, I love to play video games. I love to do all these things. I love, I love Call of Duty. I grew up on World of Warcraft. Um, you know, worldly things. I can talk about all this worldly stuff. And I just want you to remember that I'm just another human being, Joe Schmo, just like you. Okay? Sinner. Did nasty, terrible things. Things that I haven't even, you know, I'm still coming to terms with. And I need to go out and talk to people who I have done wrongdoings with. I have re- I have sucked the forgiveness of my Lord. I have repented. And I have been on my, I literally have been in tears, bawling many times, even now. Repenting and forgiveness of my sins because I knew and I know now that I did things that was completely wicked and evil. I just want you to start to recognize what iniquities are when something fills inside of you because there are things being filled and there are things that are filled inside of you right now. You recognize these things? Pay attention to yourself now, okay? You got to think about me. I recognize, so now I know. I'm going to point to you. Look at yourself now. Don't be too worried about all my sins. Okay, I'm in my own race. I want you to start thinking about yourself for a second here. Okay? Think about what you do. Think about the things that you say. And you're like, oh yeah, that's kind of... I don't like that I said that, but... You know, I'll just be content with it. Just let it get comfortable. Think about it. You have allowed wickedness and evil to grow inside of you and you are getting comfortable with it. You're bathing in it. Listen, some people are even baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's go to the word. Okay, I need you guys to get understanding. I don't want to start saying goo and gah. Let's go to chapter, listen, let's go to 2 Peter in the Bible. You want to come follow along with me now. 2 Peter chapter 2 on verse 20. It starts here saying, 
if they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, meaning, I just want to explain the scripture as I read it to you and I'm going to say it all again. You've escaped the corruption of this world for you had the knowledge, you were given the knowledge by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, meaning that you were baptized, you, you've been saved, you've been speaking the tongues with the Holy Ghost inside of you. You've escaped the corruption, the evil of this world by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it. Meaning you are again, you got saved, you got, you got baptized, you got risen up, and then you went back into the entanglement. You are again entangled. You, you were, you're a prostitute, you got baptized, and you went back to the streets. You're a gambler. You got baptized and you went back to the casinos. You're a drunk. You got baptized and you went back to the liquor store to buy yourself a case of beer. You went back to the bars to go bullshit with the people who are talking about who cares, politics and all this stuff. You want to be politically correct? You want to be, you want people to praise you in the ignorance of whatever you think you know? I used to do the same thing. I wanted people to follow me. You know, I follow some cool people. Uh, I can start to name people. Gary Vaynerchuk. Love the dude. But when you look at people that are doing the same thing like that, they all care about legacy. They all care about what they're leaving behind so people can remember how good they were. All their good deeds. People want to remember. Okay, people want to be remembered for their legacy, their good deeds, their self-righteousness, their arrogance. But they don't ever want to turn you to the Lord. They don't ever want to turn you to Jesus. They don't ever want to turn you to God to get what you need from life. They want you to come to them by their subscription. They have the prophecy. Buy from them. Sign up to their webinar to get right. Okay, let's continue here. For in 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 20, if they have escaped the corruption of the world, you escape the evil of this world. By knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then you are again entangled in it. And are overcome. Meaning you got overcome by the devil. The devil overtook you. And they are worse off. You are worse off at the end of your life. Than you were at the beginning. It says here. Continues at 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 21. It would have been better for you to have not known the way of righteousness. It would have been better for you to have not heard this message. It would have been better for you to have not heard all the things that people are trying to preach to you. You hear very many preachers. Not many are really in the word. Many are, many be, oh, many, you know a lot of churches. People are talking down on churches. People are talking down on preachers. People are talking down on pastors, preachers, whatever it is. Anything that has to do with God, people talk down on it because... Satan, the devil, all the iniquities of sin, they don't want you to turn to God. They want you to stay in sin. The longer, if you, if you get to die with all your sins, you never repented or you got even baptized, you still went back to your sins, you would have been better off not knowing the way of righteousness than to have known the right way and to have then turned your back on the sacred command from God that was passed on to you. 
It even says here, God says it would have been better to have not known the right way than to have known it and to turn your back on it on this on the things that were passed down to you. Of them, these proverbs are true. God says here, you're like a dog. God says here, you're like a pig. You're like a dog that returned to its own vomit, meaning a dog will puke up, a dog will take a shit, dog will poop and eat its own dung. Dog will vomit and lick it up off the streets. God says here, you're like a sow. You're like a pig. That was washed, meaning you're a pig. You are a wretched sinner. Wretched sinner. He washed you up. He cleaned you. He made you white as snow. And then you return to the wallowing of your own mud. You clean a pig up. Think about it now. This is, this is it. You clean a pig up. Make it clean. It was covered in mud. Covered in filth, covered in probably its own its own dung. You got washed up, you got cleaned up. Lord saved you, and you went right back into the mud that you got washed from. God, you almost died. You almost you overdosed. You're a gang member. You got shot. You still lived. And you think you're alive to go back out into gangland, to go keep fighting for your brothers. Keep fighting for the Crips and the Bloods out there. You're like a dog that returns to its own vomit. You want to make up your own opinions. You want to get all these people to follow you down the path to hell. Because that is what a child of hell wants to do. They don't want to lead you to God. They want to lead you down their road. They say, oh yeah, brother. Listen, you're going to have people in the church. You're going to have people of God. You're going to have righteous, holy people who have been baptized in the name of the Holy Ghost who are going to still say, hey man, listen. Listen, I'm guilty of it. And I've turned my back away from it. So that's why I'm speaking out against it now. You think that it feels good to say, oh yeah, I've had a lot of sex, man. And yeah, man, I've, I've cursed out God's name a lot. Listen, I need you guys to start wrapping your minds around this, okay? This is the most important. This is the most crucial. I've been around for only 24 years. Such a short, meaningless life. 24 years. And people before me for the past thousands, hundreds, decades even. Let's not even talk so long, but even a long time ago. People have been saying everything that you know. Listen to me now. Hear it out. You are guilty of this, so you better listen up. You say, Jesus Christ, God damn it. Lord, have mercy. You'll be arguing with someone. You go to hell. Get the hell out of here. You'll be telling people, oh, God bless you. Um, people will be sneezing. You don't even know why you say God bless you. You just say, oh, bless you. You don't even know why. Uh, you hear people say all the time, and you're guilty of it yourself. You'll curse out the Lord's name in vain. You'll wish it hell upon people you'll be saying oh man i'm thinking about my mom who's in heaven today i'm thinking about my friend or my loved one who's in heaven today you think you know like i don't want to say that person is or not in heaven but you think you know they're in heaven so listen you know of a heaven you know of a hell you've heard of a heaven you've heard of a hell you know in every single person on this earth 
speaks out against Jesus Christ. Curses his name in vain. You're going to still try to deny him? You're going to still try to say, oh yeah, he's a, he's a myth. God's a myth. You know, you're still going to deny God? Listen, it's in the word. We are all wretched sinners who always will fall short of the glory of God. Mm. For we are sinners who deserve nothing but death. We are people who do not deserve the goodness of God. Yet, God still love us. Yet, Jesus still love us and take care of us. We are purely of wicked heart. We say wicked and nasty things to each other, about each other, to each other. We say wicked and nasty things about God, to God, to others, about Jesus. You joke about it, you know. You joke about it. Oh, yeah, I say Jesus Christ, but, you know, it doesn't mean nothing. Oh, yeah, I say go to hell, but, you know, that's just an imaginary place. That's just a myth. Heaven and hell. Everyone's heard of it and knows of it, but, yeah, why would that place be real? We're living here on Earth. Listen now. <laughs> Listen now been around for longer than you and I have been around. We've been hearing about these things. You've been, your family. Because I know it. My family's lost in the darkness. And if you think that it's okay to know God, yet to be wicked anyways, I need you to listen to yourself. I need you to hear yourself. I need you to come into your right mind. I pray that you begin to pray. I pray that if you don't know how to pray, that you just start talking to God. And you know that when you, you know your thoughts are towards God, you know you're like, oh yeah, higher power, um, Jesus. Um, there's a Holy Spirit. You know, Garrett's speaking in tongues, though. He sounds like a crazy man still. Listen, I don't know what you think, but if I know anything, I know that God can't be a myth. I know that all of us, every single one of us, whether we believe in Buddhism, whether we believe in atheism, whether we believe in sadism, whether we believe in Christianity, whether we believe in Catholicism, whether we believe in nothing at all, we know there's a heaven, we know there's a hell. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to talk about it so much. We wouldn't be able to get our minds to say to go to hell. We wouldn't even think about, oh, yeah, uh, I'm thinking about my mom who's in heaven today. Thinking about my, my brother who died a few years ago. He's in heaven. Praise his mighty name. You know, I be, you, you know. So let's get back into reality now. Because you want to get, I don't want to get you to go anywhere. I don't want to guide you anywhere. Except to your Lord. I just want you to accept the fact, wallow in your own mud for a second, wallow in your guilt. Because you know you're guilty. You know that you're not talking to God enough. And if you, if you are, you're probably cursing out his name. Probably saying, God, why do you do this to me? 
God, why don't you give me the things that I want? I pray for millions of dollars, yet you just give me 30 bucks. I pray for a, I pray for some wheels and you just give me a bicycle. I pray to have a roof over my head and all you given me was just a tent for now. I pray to be able to get across town and some guy's gonna offer me a ride, but I don't wanna get in his car, he smells funny. You know, you're, you're praying for things and they're coming your way. You're praying to get understanding. You're praying to get closer to your God. You're praying to get to heaven. You know you want to make it to heaven because you've heard how nasty and terrible hell is. And you know you want to get there. Okay? You're, some of us, some of y'all who are listening to this are even saved. You've even been saved. You've been baptized. You've been speaking in the tongues with the Holy Ghost. Yet, if they have escaped the corruption of the world, 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 20, if they have escaped the corruption of the world with the knowledge, by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you escape the corruption of this world, you escape the evils, you recognize that you are a wretched sinner, you got baptized, and you went back into the things that you went to go get saved from. And are again entangled in it. You, you, you're, you're like, oh man, I can't. Listen, if you think you can't do anything, you are right. Because you cannot get nothing done. You cannot do anything. You cannot be saved from your sins without God. You can't. It's even in the word here. Um, I want to open it up. I just read it. I mean, I open up, I read my Bible in random spots all the time. Used to do it before. Didn't have the understanding because I wasn't seeking with the right knowledge and understanding that there is to have. Okay? I just want you to start to wrap your minds around it. Wallow in your own guilt now. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 20. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it and are overcome, you let the devil come in, you let the devil overtake you. You let the devil overcome you. You not have only allowed him to fill up inside of you, which is the iniquities of the sin that you commit. You got overcome by it. You have not only allowed him to overcome it, but now you're doing what the devil does. You're laying claim to that multitudes of all those merchandise, meaning you want to defend the stuff that's inside of you. You want to defend the evil that you commit. You want to defend the sins that you've done. You're overcome by it. You've been overtaken by the devil. You see it all around you. In your own house. Your mother and father know who God is. Have heard his mighty name. Yet when you go to tell them. Mom I've been saved. What are you talking about you crazy. You crazy heathen. What are you talking about. You're, you're, a, you're a woman. You go tell your dad. Daddy I've been saved. God has shown me my what I'm supposed to do. I want to dress modestly. I don't want to dress the way you taught me to dress, to reveal my legs all the time, to show you my breasts, my cleavage. I don't have to show you my ass. 
I want to dress modestly. Father, you tell your dad. Daddy says, the hell you talking about? Ain't no man going to want you. If you don't show off your ass, if you got it, flaunt it. You hear that all the time. If you got it, flaunt it. How wicked is that? How wicked is that? Listen, people that wanted to say, why would you listen and read the Bible? You know the Bible was created mostly by by men, right? Amen, brother. Amen, sister. The Bible was created all by men. And I don't know if you look, but Jesus actually didn't write any of the books himself. It's all about men who wrote about stuff that ain't no man going to write in the Bible and say and speak out against fornication. Ain't no man going to say it's wrong to go have sex with with that sister. Ain't no man ever going to come to you and say, oh, no, sister, it's not wrong to go have sex now. You know, (laughs) ain't nothing wrong with that. You think a man would write that in the, you know, (laughs) you think a man would try to defend that? has to be from God. Everyone wants to try. Listen, let's continue here. I need you to get deep. This was deep for me. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 20. You have escaped the corruption of the world. You were saved. You some of a, some of you guys have been baptized. You, you, if they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, and again, you are entangled in it. Again, you got saved. You knew that you were a sinner and you went back. You were a prostitute. You went back. You're a stripper. You went back to the clubs and started giving lap dances. You're a brother that got saved. You knew that it was wrong to go clubbing every day, but you know what? To grab that bottle of Jack Daniels, took a couple swigs and said, Ooh, sister, you looking fine still. Let's go ahead. Let's mingle and let's tingle and mingle. Again are entangled in it. You have the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus, and again you are entangled back into your darkness and overcome by it. You are entangled back into the wretched dark world in which we know it and you have become overcome by it they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning this is what God is saying God says not Garrett God says it would have been better for you to not have known the way of righteousness then to have noted and to have ten to have then to turn your backs on the sacred command that was passed down to you from your Lord. Of those people, the proverbs remain true. You're a dog. I didn't say it. God says it. You're a dog that returns to its own vomit. You say all this wickedness. You want people to 
listen to you. You know the way. You know how to make money. You know how to be happy. You know how to get cars. You know how to be rich. You know how to, you know the way. It was passed down to you. You're just a dog that returns to its own vomit, licks it up, eats its own. You, you poop something out just like a dog does. You go back to it and eat it up. God calls you a pig, a sow that was washed. You were a pig, a filthy sinner. You knew that you did things that were wrong and you were washed. You were cleaned white as snow. Speaking with the Holy Ghost in you in tongues. You were washed and you returned to the wallowing in the mud. You returned to the filth that had to get you clean in the first place. You returned to the sins that you committed and that you repented for and you went back to them. You hear that? It's not me. I'm just sharing with you what God said. I need you to break it clear to you now. It doesn't sound good. People are going to say, oh, Garrett, I don't like this anymore, man. I need to turn this off. Turn it off then. I don't want you to hear me. I want you to listen to me. If you can't hear me because it doesn't sound good, turn me off. But if you are beginning to be like, whoa, he's right. Some of y'all, most of y'all haven't been baptized. And even if you have been baptized, that's still not enough. For once you become baptized and you learn the ways of holiness, you learn the ways of righteousness, and you learn that Jesus is the way. You learn that God is the way. You go out and you start speaking in tongues with the Holy Ghost filled inside of you and you go back. Some of you aren't even saved. Some of you haven't even began to get saved because your mind says, I'm not in this race with you, Garrett. I'm not. You're whatever race you think you're in. Good luck in that race, Garrett. Listen, I need you to wrap your minds around this now. For in the word, we are all, all, everyone, is God's people. That's why we all know who is a, we all hear of a God. Yet we want to believe in the families. We want to believe in the the religion of man, the tradition of man. Look at your family's traditions. Look at your family's overall wrapped religion. Is it of a God or is it of man? Do they want to believe in Listen, I need you to start paying attention now. I need you to start paying attention now. Well, this is all in the Word. I want to turn to... uh, I want to turn to... I had it saved. I had it open in my Bible. I had it open. Let's go to here. I just need to keep sharing the word with you because at the end of the day, I can preach all along, but if it doesn't go to the word, then I'm not going to the right place. Let's go to Job. Let's go to, if you want to open up your Bible with me, let's go to Job. Let's go to Job chapter 19, verse 12. 
Though evil is sweet in his mouth, and he hides it under his tongue, though he cannot bear to let it go, and lets it linger in his mouth, yet his food will turn sour in his stomach, it will become the venom of serpents when in him he will spit out the riches he swallowed. God will make his stomach vomit them up. I need to talk about this. Let's go back to the beginning. Though evil is sweet in his mouth and he hides it under his tongue. You like to say, you know, it sounds sweet. You know, when you think about what sin is, a lot of these sins make the body, make the flesh, make the mind feel good, feel sweet, taste good in my mouth. You hide it under your tongue, meaning, meaning even though it feels good, you're not quick to go out and show it to people. If you said, if someone said, hey, what's in your mouth? You, you got evil in your mouth, but you're going to hide it under your tongue because you know that it shouldn't be shown. You know it shouldn't be there, so you're going to hide it. The evil is sweet in your mouth. You do nasty, terrible things. You go out into this world, you say nasty, terrible things about each other. You say nasty and terrible things about your mother and your father. You say nasty and terrible things about your brother and your sister. You say nasty and terrible things about your coworkers and your, and your employers. You say nasty and terrible things about your customers and the people who walk into your store. You say nasty and terrible things. If someone were ever to say, hey, what was that? You hid it under your tongue. Oh, you knew it was evil. You knew it was evil. You hid it under your tongue, though he cannot bear to let it go and lets it linger in his mouth. You let evil remain inside of you. Deep in your heart, you're wicked. Ooh, God bless your wicked heart. For I know my heart is wicked. For I know my heart is wicked. Listen, I need you guys to start to just recognize that uh, only thing I want you to do is turn to God, okay? I don't want you to follow me. I don't want you to give me a dollar for what I'm teaching you because I did not get charged a dollar to get this information and I will never charge a dollar to give it out. And I understand how churches and pastors and priests and all these religious leaders, you know, when you're in a church, you need to give your tithe. I don't want to give, this is not a real, this is the church of God. This is the real church. And the real church of God, the first church of Jesus Christ, I don't remember, um, I don't remember um, Jesus saying, uh, oh, make sure you give me a couple bucks for everything I shared with you now. Or sorry, um, make sure you give me some silver coin and gold coin now, you hear? So it's to be free. The word is free because the entire purpose of the word is for you to get to recognize God, for you to start to turn towards God. Listen, I got family, brothers and sisters, mother and father, grandfather, grandmother. 
I got own family, my own friends. I got friends who will try to deny any God. Oh yeah, God's a myth. I believe in higher power, but you know, big bang theory and uh, yeah, the sun was created by some explosion in the earth or sorry, in the universe. And uh, listen, you can try to deny God all you want. God is a myth. I want you to go outside. Go outside, whatever time of day it is. If the sun's up, I want you to say, the sun's not real. The sun is fake. Go ahead. The sun's a myth. You're staring right at it. You're seeing the work it's doing. Doesn't matter. Sun's fake. It's nighttime. Moon's up. Go outside, look at the moon. You tell yourself, no, no, no. Moon is fake. Moon is a myth. Moon is not real. It doesn't matter if you think it's real or not. It's there. And it's doing the thing that has that God created it to do. And you can, listen, when you want to argue with yourself, you want to argue with me even, that what I'm saying is wrong. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, Garrett, we got it now. You, you, you got the Holy Spirit in you, Garrett. I don't want to. Okay, I just need you to start to wrap your mind around this, okay? Hear me out now. It's in the Word. Let's go to Job. It's right here. Okay, I'm reading it. Job chapter 24, verse 13. There are those who rebel against the light. Let me continue. Who do not know its ways or stay in its paths. When daylight is gone, the murderer rises up. The murderer rises up, kills the poor and the needy. And in the night steals like for, steals forth like a thief, meaning he steals from them like a thief in the night. There are those who rebel against the light. There are those who rebel against God, his word, who do not know its ways or even stay in its paths. Let's continue. The eye of the adulterer watches for dusk. The eye of the adulterer, the eye of the person who's ready to go out. Ooh, I'm trying to get laid. I'm trying to get it wet. I'm trying to get some pussy. I'm trying to get it. Ooh, trying to keep the eye of the adulterer watches for when it's dark outside. He thinks no one's going to see me. He keeps his face concealed. You're wearing your mask. You're wearing your face mask. Nobody can see you. In the dark, thieves break into houses, but by day, they shut themselves in. They want nothing to do with the light. For all of them, midnight is their morning. They make friends with the terrors of darkness. You have made friends with evil. You have made friends with the devil. I want to I wanna say it again, loud and clear. You have allowed the iniquities of sin to fill inside of you. And if you are not willing to recognize them, or even if you are, if you are willing to recognize the sins, the evil that is inside of you right now, the things that you have done or are thinking of doing, why are you going to continue to be friends with that? You have made friends with the terrors of the devil. Listen, I need you to wrap your minds around this because I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it a lot and I'm going to say it time and time again. Satan, the devil, Lucifer, the prince of darkness, uh-huh, whatever you want to know him as, he is 
not a myth. You can try to look at the sun and say, yes, you're not there, but he is there and he has a job to do, just as the sun does, just as the moon does, just as we all do, okay? The devil's job, let me make it very, let me break it down for you. It's simple, clear as day with scripture. Satan's job is to kill, steal, and destroy everything that is and everything that was. Kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to kill. You Listen, I want to talk about it. People want to say, oh yeah, Garrett has mental illness. So, you know, he's able to talk pretty probably good about mental illness. I think you're right. I think I know what mental illness really is. Okay, let's talk about it. I, I, I'll turn the word, but let's share my understanding. And if you got the Holy Ghost in you, let's see if you agree. Mental health, mental illness, mental health, mental health awareness is usually confusion. And I know my God is not a God of confusion. He is not a God of disorder. Disorder is a state of confusion. He's a God of peace. He has brought no nothing but peace into my life. Okay? So mental health, mental illness, you see a man who's so wicked, so evil, something so wrong inside of his head that he goes out into a school says, I'm going to go shoot this school up. I'm going to shoot as many students, as many kids, and as many adults and teachers as I can. Doesn't matter. Shoot them, kill them. You think somewhere inside of you, oh yeah, he just had some mental health issue. Something happened to him, made him go crazy. Really? You don't want to witness the evil in it? Evil. If you have not been so fully consumed by the evil to go out and commit murder, rape, to steal, to do all these nasty evil things. You know what evil is. You can call it out. You can speak it out. You know what's unfortunate for you. <coughs> Ooh, drinking my coffee. What's unfortunate for you is you know what is right and you know what is wrong. Very unfortunate. Because if we go back, I just want to read it word for word now. <clears throat> we go back to 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 20. I'm going to read it again where I started this podcast episode off as, if they have escaped the corruption of the world, you have escaped the evil. You've been baptized, some of us, you've been baptized in the name of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You were saved, you escaped the corruption of this world by the knowledge given to you of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and are again Again, you are again entangled in it. You are again back into the corruption of the world. You are back again into the darkness of your sins. You are back again into the wickedness of your own heart. You are back again 
and are again entangled in it and are overcome. You are back again into the evil of the world and the wickedness in which you went to go get saved from and you are back entangled in it and you are overcome by the devil. By who else? By who else are you overcome? Because you think God overcame you with, with these evil thoughts? You are overcome and you are worse off in the end than you were in the beginning. This is God's word. Garrett didn't make this up. You know in your heart that you are going to be worse off in the end than you were in the beginning because in the beginning, you at least really didn't know the way of righteousness. You at least didn't know what was right and wrong, but therefore you have heard this message. You are hearing this message and here it is here now. You are worse now for hearing this message than you were before because it would have been better for you to have not known the right way. It would have been better for you to have not known the way of righteousness. It would have been better for you to have not known the way of the Lord Jesus than to have known it and then to turn your backs on the sacred command that God gave you that was passed down on you. You turn your back on the Lord. You went back to the sins that you needed to get saved from, that you went to go get saved from. You know that you're in a dark world. You know that you're not, you know, listen, if you're praying to God for money and he gives you, you get from somewhere, somewhere somebody gives you. You pray, oh Lord, I, I feel like I really need money. He gives you somewhere, somewhere, someone gives you $50. And you're not happy with that. Oof, I wanted a million dollars, Lord. Why didn't you give me a million? You went out today. You said, oh man, I'm so hungry. I'm having such a bad day. Someone came out of the blue, dropped from your sky, and they had given you uh, a sandwich. And you're like, ah, oh, man, I wanted a hot dog. You said you wanted food. You said, oh, man, I'm so thirsty today. Man, if God could bless me with just a bottle of water, you know, if it, if it came from anywhere. I don't know what you pray. We all pray for different things. But at the end of the day, if you pay really close attention to what in your mind you are asking God for, whether you intentionally are praying for it or in the back of your subconscious you're thinking of it, I want you to know, God, Jesus, Yahweh, I am that I am, the Almighty One, the Lord God, He knows all of the desires of your heart. And He will, and He has, and will continue to give you all of the desires of your heart. All the desires of your heart. You know, I, I heard the story of a guy who prayed for some wheels one day. He prayed to God, God, I just need a quicker way to get to work. Please bless me with some wheels. This guy in his mind probably was thinking he wanted a car. He wanted a Ferrari. He wanted just a car maybe. And then he got blessed. Some guy out of the blue said, hey man, um, I'm giving away my bike. Uh, I just feel like I don't need it anymore. You got blessed with wheels. You're not even thinking about what you're praying for. You're not even thinking about what you're asking God for most of the time, yet you have received it all. Listen, um, P. 
people that want to continue to lay in bed with their girlfriends, people that want to continue to lay in bed with their boyfriends, people that want to continue to go to the clubs every night, people that want to continue to drink every night, people that want to continue to smoke weed or worse, do worse drugs every day, every night. Listen, why are you troubled and why do you rise why do doubts rise in your mind? I don't know why, but I want you to continue to tur- turn your mind to God. If you think right now, you know, I'm in a dark place. Oh, man, my mom just died. I just lost my job. Man, I just totaled my car. Um, I just broke my leg. Um, I just got into a terrible accident and and my friend died, my leg's broken, I lost my job, um, my daughter's sick, my brother's ill, he's got COVID. Listen, if you are raising all these troubles, doubts in your mind, I want you to know that God has a purpose for it all. If you, th- I just want to just, I need your minds to start thinking in ways that they have not, you have not thought about these things before. And if you have, it's going to be even worse for you because that means you know what is right. You know what is wrong. Yet you continue to be filled. You continue to compliment the evil inside of you. You continue to defend the evil that you have done, the evil that is inside of you, you continue to defend the ways of fornication. You look, I love, listen, it feels good to have sex, man. I know it does. I know how it feels. I know the thoughts that arise in a person's brain. I know that a thought, I know what kind of thoughts arise in a woman's brain. I know what kind of thoughts arise in a man's brain. Listen, Listen, people are going to say, you're a woman. You got a boyfriend who's going to say, how are you going to turn your back on me just to go to God? God ain't even real. You're going to turn your back on me? Listen to the cat now. Listen to this player. He says, how are you going to turn your back on me to go to God? Listen to the player now. You guys need to start to think. All of you. Every one of you. God didn't say um, that just Garrett needs to repent. Just um, just a few of us need to repent. Listen, let's go to uh, let's go to Acts. I'm gonna close up now. I wanna keep this hour podcast you know, short, I'm all over the place, but I know I'm rattling the devil inside of you. I know I'm rattling a beast inside of you that's starting to argue with yourself. You're starting to say, nah, man, nah, you ain't letting go of this. I ain't giving up my bed with my woman. I'm going to hell if that's the case. You right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I want to turn the axe Two, chapter two and verse 33. Now let's start from the top. Let's start from the top. Acts chapter two, verse 37. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart 
and said to Peter and all the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied to them. People were cut into their heart. People were sliced through their heart. Asked Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent! Repent! You need to repent. All of you need to repent and be baptized in water. Every one of you. Let me repeat it from the beginning. Peter replied, repent and be baptized. Every one of you. Not just Garrett. Not just Garrett and his friends. Not just Garrett and his close brothers. Not just Garrett and his father, his mother, his sons that he's going to have. His daughters, God willing, that he's going to have. Not just Garrett and his family. Jesus, sorry, Peter replied because he knew he followed Jesus. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. For the forget, why? Why should I do that? For the forgiveness of your sins. What do I get if I do that? And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. What's the purpose for that? The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. For all who don't even know that they are in the race yet. For all who don't want to accept that they want to finish the race and to live the rest of their eternal life with their Lord. The promise is for you and all your children who are far off. For all whom the Lord our God will call. God will call on us all. Everyone, everywhere. You're in the Caribbeans hearing this. You're in Europe hearing this. You're in France. You're in Rome. I got some brothers and sisters who I met in Rome, in Amsterdam. I got people all over. This is for everyone. Let's read it from the top. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the forgiveness of your sins. What's the point of that? And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For what reason would I want that? The promise is for you and all your children and for all who are far off. For all whom the Lord our God will call. Okay, well, um, anything else? With many other words, he warned them. Peter warned you. Pleaded with them. I'm sort of begging you like he is. Save yourselves. Peter said, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. And those who accepted his message on this day wanted to go and they got baptized. And about 3,000 were added to their number that day. I need you guys to just remember, at the end of the day, this is a dark world we're living in. People want to say, oh, this is, um, this is heaven. No, this is not heaven. No, this is not hell. But this life is a fine example of it, of where you will go. I want you to start to think about this message now. I pray that you're thinking to God. For salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved other than Jesus Christ. I want to wrap this message up with a short prayer. If you're driving, do not do this. But if you're not driving, you're able to. I pray that you, you know, close your eyes and die your heads with me. Father, Lord, as I humbly approach your throne, I want to 
be considerate and humble myself, Father. I pray that this message, that this word, that your word today is able to seek deep into the hearts and minds of those who are yearning to be guided by you, Father, by those who are desperate and dying inside to be guided by you, Lord. I pray that this message is able to reach within them, reach through them, and reach deep down in their souls to be able to find you. And Father, I pray that the soul that's seeking your knowledge, I pray that the one, the person or persons out there that is lost in the darkness, Father, I pray that you're able to guide them to your light. I pray that you're able to deliver their minds from their own salvation. I pray that you're able to protect them in all your mighty ways. I pray that you continue to shield their hearts with your breastplate of righteousness, Father. For it is that breastplate of righteousness that covers their heart from all of which that is evil. For we know our hearts are wicked, Lord, and we wish to be pure of heart, to continue to be led by you, to continue to see your good works. I wish to continue to allow myself and allow you to cover your people with the belt of truth, for it is your truth in which we know what is right and we know how to live. I pray that you allow me to continue and you allow your people to continue to wear your shrouds of peace, Lord, for this earth was meant to be walked with nothing but peace. And those people who know of peace, this world would... This world was created and is able to live in absolute peace and harmony. But only through you, God, only with you, through that peace can be discovered and lived out. Above all else, Father, I pray that you allow me and you allow all your people to carry the shield of faith. For it is this shield of faith that I have in you, Father. This strong conviction this unwithering doubt that I know of you, Lord. I pray that you're allowed, that you allow me to continue to carry it and that you allow others to begin or to continue to carry that shield of faith. Because it's the faith that we have in you, Lord, that we know that we are being guided to you, Lord. We know that we are being driven by you, Lord, through your Holy Spirit. And lastly, I pray that you continue to allow me and all your children to carry the sword of your word, for it is with your word that I wish to be able to slice through all the wickedness, all of the deceit, all of the confusion, for you are not a God of disorder. You are not a God of confusion. You are a God of peace. And I pray to continue to slice up all the wickedness and to allow others with their own knowledge that you have blessed upon them with to slice up all the wickedness of doubt and deception in their own families, and their own lives. For we wish to only be able to, to continue to be on this path of righteousness. For many do not know they are in this race, Father, but at the end of this race, we know that we will be victorious through you. And Father, I pray that you help us all finish the race. Amen. 
I thank you all for joining me in this podcast. I pray that it was able to rattle up the devil inside you to allow you to shine a mirror, a bright light on your life of darkness to be able to say, hey, you know, I am living in sin. I am doing wicked things. I don't want to do that. I pray that you find a proper, strong church home in which you can continue to be guided by the Lord in and most importantly find your way to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and repent to be forgiven of your sins and you all I, you all are capable to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit I love you guys so much <laughs> And I thank you for joining me. And I thank you for taking the time to not listen to me, but to get to know our Lord and to get to know more about the world in which we live in. And to get to know me a little bit is fine, but uh, to get to know yourselves is more important. And I thank you guys for that. I thank God for that. And I praise him for it in every mighty way. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day, and God bless.